You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode two. Let's clear your path to weight loss success. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author Cookie Rosenblum. I'm so happy you're here with me today because there's a lot I have to talk to you about. So let's get started. Welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about how to get from where you are right now in the area of eating and weight to where you most desire to be. In order to do that, we need to really paint a picture of what you want. We took a look in episode one at how you define your problem. Are you a compulsive overeater or an emotional eater or is binge eating your problem? Now it's time now that you know exactly what your problem is, to figure out what your goals are. I know you may immediately think, I know what my goals are. My goals are to lose weight and stop thinking about it so much. Those are my goals for you too. But in order to get there, we have to really flesh out the image of what it will be like in your life if you do lose weight and stop thinking about it so much. These are some of the questions I want you to ask yourself. And let's go into some detail together as you think about them. How will you feel when you lose your weight problem? How do you feel on a daily basis now? Are you sad? Are you hiding? Are you beating yourself up in your head most of the time? How do you want to feel when you go through your life? And what few words would you use to describe yourself right now on most days. How do you feel when you think of yourself that way? For example, if you think of yourself as a failure in this area of weight loss, you might feel helpless to change, which of course will make change harder. Now think about how you would love to feel most days. Determined, competent, maybe confident. The sky is truly the limit. You can feel any way you choose about yourself, and it gets easier and easier when you start believing these thoughts. Let's talk about what your daily life will look like. Once, you're resol- once you've resolved your eating issues, how will you move through your day? Will you be more productive? Maybe less emotional? What do you imagine your mood will be like? And imagine how this will feel, and then compare it to how you go through your day now. What's the biggest difference you'll see? Think about how you'll eat and how do you eat now? Do you eat mostly for convenience? Do you consider the quality of what you're giving yourself? Do you have delicious, healthy food readily available all the time? And if not, why not? Now imagine how in the future you'd like to eat. What would you eat? Why? Who would prepare it and when? What about moving your body? Do you move your body now most days? What do you do? And if you don't, why not? What do you tell yourself that lets you be sedentary and not give yourself some pleasurable movement? Can you imagine being the type of woman who exercises without forcing herself and who actually enjoys it? Don't worry right now about the what 
or the how or the where of getting movement. I want you now to just allow yourself to begin to visualize yourself moving and loving it. If that's a really big stretch for you, then think of someone in your life who does move her body regularly. Try to imagine how she does it, how she thinks about it. Now think about this. Are you happy when you get dressed each day? Or are you wearing old baggy clothes that are way past their expiration date? So many of my women tell me that they'll get better clothes when they lose their extra weight. But in the meantime, getting dressed is kind of a painful process for them. And that misery of looking in the mirror and hating what you see is taking your precious energy and using it up, thinking really, really negative things about yourself. So imagine getting up, going to your closet, and having lots of choices of outfits that you truly love. You feel great in all the things in your closet. And when you start your day put together in clothes that are flattering, it helps reinforce that you're a woman who deserves to be treated well, starting with how you treat yourself. Now, often when we're carrying around extra weight or a weighty secret about our eating, it shows in how we relate to the people in our lives. Because if we don't feel proud of ourselves, we can't be fully present in the relationships with the people around us. I mean, how could we be? We're so in our own heads worrying about how others see us, what they think about our weight, how we look, what we're eating. And what happens then is that we miss out on the very thing we want the most, which is connection. How will you think about yourself? The answers to all these questions are the answer to your own personal roadmap that's going to take you toward resolving all of these problems. Now, you just took a look at what you'd like your life to look like when eating is no longer an issue. So in, in addition to asking yourself these questions about what you want and what it will look like, I now want you to think about why you want to lose weight and change your eating. Here's where most of my clients say something like, I just want to feel better about myself. I want to fit into cute clothes and I want to be healthier. All right. So these are all good reasons, right? But I want more detail. I want to hear why you want to feel better about yourself and compare it to how do you feel right now? Why do you want to fit into cuter clothes? What's it like for you when you get dressed now? See what I'm having you do as I coach you? I'm having you focus on the gap, the gap between where you are now and where you want to be. Because it's this gap that gives us the drive to make a change. When we think about the gap, we create a feeling. We might feel sadness, we might feel shame or anger at ourselves for letting things go and letting things get to this point. So these emotions are totally understandable based on how you're thinking, but they're really not helpful at all. If we switch from staying stuck in the bad feeling of now and we shift our focus on that gap, it can help us move forward because what's in the gap is what we desire. 
It's what we get excited about and it's what we're willing to work on. So when we see the difference between now and the future, I want you to hold on to the excitement you create, the desire, the hope. We're going to talk about this more later, but for now, we've touched on two subjects so far, what we want and why we want it. And they're both important to use to motivate ourselves on this journey. One of the things you definitely need to learn is how to motivate yourself because changing how you think and eat means really pretty big changes. And these are big changes over a period of time. So you need to keep yourself going over the long haul. I don't want you to get discouraged when I say that resolving your weight and eating issues is a long haul project. You know, sometimes we all argue with the reality of what it takes to do something, and that doesn't help us move forward. Real permanent weight loss, it's complex because it involves so many different areas of your life, right? How you eat, when you start eating, what you eat, how you handle your emotions, how you stop eating when your body has had enough, and also how you take care of yourself on a daily basis. And this is just for starters. So to make changes in all these areas that add up to losing weight and losing the whole big problem where you don't even think about it anymore, we need to acknowledge now in the beginning that this takes perseverance. And I will show you how to do that. One big thing that helps you persevere and stick to something is your ability to continually motivate yourself. And that store of motivation comes partially from your ability to have a really strong vision of what you want and why you want it. So your goal is to not only get the weight loss you want, but to become a woman who is naturally slender. Let's talk about this for a minute. What does a woman who's naturally slender look like? What is her life like? So many women lose weight in different ways, but for many, they're left thinner, but they're walking around holding their breath. They're waiting for that weight to come back on. They're left feeling constantly worried about sliding back down that slippery slope and they're watching and obsessing about every bite they take. Am I being good? Did I slip? Oh no, I have a party to go to next week. How am I going to handle that? Holding your breath and keeping your fingers crossed isn't the way naturally slim women live their lives. They, They eat when they're hungry, and they stop when they're lightly satisfied. Now, I know how simple this sounds, and you may have heard this before, and in theory, it is very simple, but this is really what we all want. You want to be able to sit down in front of any food and have some if you're hungry and just not eat it if you're not. You also want to eat based on your own internal measure of fullness or emptiness, not on whether other people are eating not based on what time it is or what the food is. And also you want to be able to create your own way of eating, not to be on someone else's diet, but to create your own diet 
that feels great in your body, gives you energy, and lets you effortlessly maintain a beautiful, healthy weight. And don't be scared when I say the word diet. Diet just means a way of eating. And when you create your own diet, it's your own way of eating. And when you create your own diet, you're not rebelling against somebody else's plan. So it's a totally different feeling. So in other words, I want you to eat naturally based on what your body wants, not like a thin woman who's always on a diet. This is what you want, even more than seeing that certain number on a scale. You can't go through life being careful about what you eat every moment. We know that. It takes so much energy to always be on guard. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not picky about what you allow into your body. I hope eventually you're very picky about the quality of your food. But I want you to be picky based on how a food makes you feel and the results it gives you, not based on what someone else told you to eat. So now we know what your problem is, right? You know whether you're an emotional eater or a binge eater. You know whether you're just a disconnected, habitual overeater. You're going to give some thought to what your goal is when you lose the weight, and you're also going to think about why it's so important to lose that weight. So now let's visit a naturally slim woman on a typical day in her life. And to do this, we're going to focus on three main areas of life, how this woman eats, how this woman thinks, and how this woman takes care of herself. So let's start with how naturally slim women eat. Naturally slim women are not all perfect eaters. They don't all eat low carb or organic or only grass-fed protein. They eat in a tremendous variety of ways that work for them personally. They don't jump on the bandwagon of the latest diet, but they're open to learning about ways to eat that might make them feel better when they do. They eat when they're a little hungry and they stop when they're lightly satisfied. They do this because it feels better to them than being stuffed, no matter how good the food tastes or no matter how seldom they get to eat that food. Now they sometimes overeat, like in a special restaurant or on a certain holiday, but then they simply eat a little less after that not because they should, and not to make up for what they've done, but because since they ate more than usual, it will take them longer than usual to get hungry again. One thing they have in common is that they never call themselves names. They don't beat themselves up based on what they ate or how much they ate. They look at it as they're simply women who eat, and most of the time they eat in a way that feels good, And most of the time when they do this, it feels good when they think about eating these foods. It feels good during eating the foods, but it also feels good after they've eaten the foods. So they're not beating themselves with shame and guilt, having it taste good when they eat it and feeling terrible afterwards. They consider themselves good people and overeating never makes them see themselves as bad. You know, life kind of just flows around them. And when they eat, 
what they eat and how much they eat, it also flows. So it never feels forced or desperate or punishing. Doesn't that sound good? It sounds really good to me. What about how naturally slim women think? Now, if there's anyone in your life that you envy when you think about what their daily life is like or what their body is like, don't look at them and wish you could have what they have or do what they do. I'd like you to focus on wondering how they think because what we think creates our feelings and our feelings lead us to make choices and take actions. And when we take actions, we get results. Naturally, slim women are not happy every moment of their day. They have worrisome thoughts that come into their heads just like we do. But they don't run away from them and grab food when they're not hungry. They let themselves feel all their different emotions. They feel sadness and they feel fear and they feel anger and they feel lonely. And then these emotions move through them. They know that there isn't a feeling in the world that they can't handle, even if it's big and really deep and really dark. So even if they're going through a challenging time, they don't try to escape. They might examine what they're thinking. They might talk to a friend or to a professional, or they might take a time out. They have the same problems you do, but they don't try to escape with food. They know that living in this world includes a full spectrum of emotions from bliss all the way to despair. And that to be fully alive is to allow yourself to feel everything. So how do these naturally slim women take care of themselves? Well, they treat themselves most of the time like a treasured friend, like someone they love and value very, very much. They don't resent doing what it takes to take care of themselves. That might mean giving themselves a nap, even though there's still plenty on their to-do list. That might look like taking an hour or so on the weekend to prep food for the week when they know they'll come home tired and hungry and wish for something good to eat. They take care of their bodies, not because they have to, but because it feels good and it feels right. They act like adults in the world, not like children who wait for someone to show up and do things for them. So here's what I'd like you to think about and what I'd like to leave you with today. I want you to take some time and think about what your life will look like when you lose weight and when you lose the whole eating issue. I want you to think about it in detail. Now, after you've thought and maybe written down the picture of your life in the future, I want you to think about your big why. Why do you want it? Why is it important? I really want to encourage you to go as deep as you can because it's the feelings we get from that dream of how it will be that pull us forward towards what we want. And remember, this is what we're going to use for your go-to motivation. And then, I want you to give yourself a big hug. This is big work you're doing, and I'm excited for you and for the potential of what you can create in your life. I'd love for you to email me if you want help or you have any questions. And my email is cookie 
at realweightlossrealwomen.com. And Cookie is C-O-O-K-I-E. So again, that's Cookie at realweightlossrealwomen.com. Now that's it for now. I'll see you next week as I walk you through this journey of real permanent weight loss. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to learn more and get some worksheets or interviews I've done and a few free chapters of my book, go to weightlossmadereal.com and sign up for some goodies. I'm really happy to share what I have with you. That's all for today. This is Cookie Rosenblum reminding you that as you search for answers, remember to keep it real, just like you. I will see you next week.